Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Looks like you're doing like a snow angel in the sky, Dedeker. I liked that. Those <laughs> those really cool. Yeah. Well done. So in a maybe foolish act today, I got rid of my regular office chair. Oh. And I'm trying this new approach to work that involves just being really comfortable. And so I'm actually in kind of a comfy armchair. Loungy chair. Lounging chair. And it's probably going to be horrible for my productivity, but it's really good for my heart these days. And I did notice it encouraged a much more low energy dance. I see. (laughs) Much more chill vibes going on over here because of this chair. That's okay. That's totally, totally fine. I'm glad that you're doing well and that you're encouraging chill vibes. I think all Mm -hmm. of us need to do that in this 2022 that we are almost a month into. My goodness, here we are. Yeah, some of us did decide that it's just going to be 60% this year. Yes. Right. 60% capacity, 60%... By some of us, you mean all three of us. Yes. Yeah, 60% effort. If you can get 60% in, you're great. Yep. Yeah. You're good. Definitely. Well done, everyone. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay, so last week... Yep. Last week, we learned about a mountain, Mount mm-hmm. Sayer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. What else? There were swords that people stood on. Yeah, standing on swords. And there were shepherds. Oh, yeah. Lots, lots of, of shepherds. shepherd imagery. Mm-hmm. Very heavy in the shepherd and sheep mm-hmm. imagery. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. But overall, the basic vibe from last week was just about how everyone else who thinks they're cool is going to die and not be cool, I think. Yeah, everyone who <laughs> thinks they're cool is actually not cool. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so you That's know. That's a general vibe. Are we, and, and I'm sorry, are we... Cool. Moving into oh. a third... Yes, I hope that we're cool. <laughs> I don't know if we can answer that question without being objective. Or, but if we are cool, then we're not cool according to what we just read. So maybe yes. we don't want to be cool. That's true. That's a very good point. Um, <laughs> are there multiple... I thought that there were like three sections of this book. Of Zeke's. Are we in the third section? Yes. We, we've okay. been in the third and, and okay. in, in the third shall we remain as the, as the prayer goes. And then when <laughs> is the time of the new book? Whenever that may be. <laughs> well, so this, this does conveniently work out for us because the last episode of Ezekiel will be the last episode of February. Oh, okay. On February 25th. So basically March is when we'll start a new one. However, if you're coming to the live shows, which you can get to at drunkbiblestudy.com slash live to get the information about our free live shows every week. uh, If you're at those, then it would be the week before. Okay. Right? So if, if you're at the live shows, then I think February 26th will be the first episode of whatever's next which to be decided. Goodness, wow. Yeah. But I do think we're going to move into a period of some shorter books after this. So I do think we'll kind of go at a faster clip for a little bit before we start getting into some other long ones. 
Mm, I think. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I think we need a break from some long books because it's been a lot of long books in a row. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be refreshing. A lot of very sad boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So before we go on to talking about what we're drinking, I do have one very important thing. And that is, do you know what time it is? Rock o'clock? Rock o'clock. All right. So for this news... Uh, I don't watch it. You probably don't either. But there's a show called The Manning Cast, which is like a Monday night football thing. And The Rock (laughs) was a guest on that this last Ah. week. I've never watched anything even adjacent to that in my entire life. Is that (laughs) like... Wait... Manning. Like Eli Manning? Like Peyton Manning? There you go. I honestly yeah. don't know which Manning it is. He's a sports boy, right? <laughs> I think they both have been They're both sports quarterbacks boys, yeah. in respective places. Yes. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Some kind of Manning. It'd be cool if it was multiple Mannings. So that would be fun. But but anyway, the important part is The Rock here. So The Rock was on Manning Cast. And he showed up on the Zoom call. And in his background, in his home office, was a gigantic T-Rex skull. We're talking like as tall as The Rock, right? Like a gigantic T-Rex skull in his office. And of course, there were lots of questions about it. And yeah. he... <laughs> That's quite a conversation starter. Yes. My goodness. Wow. And so... Uh, oh, look. It is both Mannings. Oh, great. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, it yeah. is both it's Mannings. Multiple Mannings. Peyton, Peyton and Eli on the show. Cool. Uh, anyway that he talked about how this is Stan. He's the most complete T-Rex skull ever found by paleontologists and was found by and a the paleo- rock has it? Well, <laughs> okay. So so here's the deal. So it was named Stan after the guy who discovered it. Stan who was Winston. Named Stan. Oh, I thought it was uh, Stan Winston. And his quote about it was, pretty cool and badass, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, the rock. Definitely. <laughs> but so here's the deal. So this went viral and people lost their minds because... Why wouldn't they? You know, the internet. Uh, the deal is that this was discovered and then was purchased by an anonymous buyer for $32 million in 2020. And so everyone was like, The Rock is the mysterious buyer who bought this. Oh, oh, so everyone who was all up on the $32 million? paleontology goss was really excited also. Yeah, $31.8 million. Yeah, but then, so The Rock had to come and, and clarify some things. So he posted on Instagram a picture of this and then did say, everyone's speculating that I'm the mystery buyer. I'm not. This is actually a replica. It's a cast that was made from the real I one. See. So, you know, that's that's awesome. But don't worry, this isn't the real one. Because I guess there's been some controversy that paleontologists are really sad because whoever bought it, it's never been seen again. It's like in their private collection. Because, yeah, exactly. Like Sean in the chat is saying, is Nick Cage is running around not paying his taxes <laughs> right, right. and buying dinosaur and buying bones. Dinosaurs. Yeah. So it's got to be him and his That fault. sounds very Nick Cage. Wait, but still, how did somebody get... Somebody got the, the head and decided to cast it and then give it to The Rock. It might have been made before. Yeah, the paleontologist probably would have made a cast for it or molds for it Maybe. before. I feel like the mold would still be really, really, really expensive. Well, yeah. Probably still expensive. Not $32 million, but... Yeah. And he did buy it. It wasn't given to him. But yeah, he bought That's it good. from some some company that did the... Or some like archaeological society that, that he bought it from. Wow. So hopefully that money went to a good cause to support them as well. But then here's the thing. So first of all, The Rock having a dinosaur in his office is like clue number one that we might have not cast him as Yahweh, but he may have been Yahweh all along. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Part two... The fan theory. ...is a little secret in his Instagram post. 
And so he goes on, talks about Stan, and he says, Stan's a fucking badass and reminds me of myself. Not because I'm a badass, but because I'm 67 million years old too. <gasps> oh, boy. He just gave it away. Are we starting a conspiracy theory cult? <laughs> I hope so. I think so. I think we are. About The Rock, where now every single week we're going to be combing his Instagram for clues, mm-hmm. for crumbs. That he's been Yahweh About all along. the fact that he's Yahweh. Yeah, yeah he definitely has. To become Rockanon. Rockanon. <laughs> <laughs> Rockin' around the clock. Wow. Rockanon, the conspiracy theory that The Rock is actually God. Yeah. That's amazing. I love it. I love it it's, so much. Why not? <laughs> The wild stuff people believe these days, like throw that onto the pile. It's sure. just as plausible. Yeah. Just as plausible. My goodness. If not more so. I love it. If not more so. Wow. Well, Amazing. I don't know. We top that with talking about our drinks, but we can move on to that. That's, oh, that's yeah. pretty amazing. Well, wow. we can talk about it. Jason and I are cracking into the same bottle of wine. It's a red mm. blend and it's a boring red blend. So that's not really the important part. The important part is we're using these new fancy wine glasses that Emily bought. For us, oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. I was like, are those the yeah. stemless? They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, Riedel? I thought it was Riedel because that's definitely the pronunciation of the boot and blade manufacturer for figure skates, Riedel. Oh, see, I was calling them Riedels. No, I'm pretty sure it's Riedel. Just... I'm pretty sure no one actually knows how it's said. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Riedel and on. We'll start okay. another conspiracy about... <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm so glad that you're enjoying them. That's lovely. Um, what do you got, Em? I, well, I'm trying to... I think that this is going to be the last day of Prosecco Day because mm. this is the last episode in January, right? Yeah. Well, it's well, going to be we'll the last re- recorded one, yeah. Yeah, we'll record one more in January, but this is the last one that'll air in January. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I had to do my my favorite cucumber, mint, lime, Prosecco, mm, um, nice. which is, yeah, it's just so good and refreshing. I'll, I'll post this because I don't think that I've ever posted it on DBS. Beautiful. Uh, Patreon, but it's very refreshing. And it's been really fun doing the Prosecco month. I've got to figure yeah. out what February is going to be, but maybe the month of love or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That yeah. translates into drinks. So you mix love into all your drinks. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> fun. But we'll find out. All right, what are we reading today? Yeah, so today we're continuing on with Ezekiel. We're in the home stretch. We're in the last few episodes here. Today we're reading chapters 36 to 38, and then we're reading one very long psalm, which is Psalm 78. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that... It's Ezekiel 36. You, son of man, (laughs) prophesy to the mountains of Israel and say, you mountains of Israel, hear the word of Yahweh. It's like Yahweh's impression of Ezekiel being being Yahweh. Yahweh. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Thus says the Lord Yahweh, because the enemy has said against you, aha, and the ancient high places are ours in possession, therefore prophecy and say, thus says the Lord Yahweh, colon, wow, oh my gosh, like 
say it all, spit it out. <laughs> because even because they have made you desolate and swallowed because you up. Because. because even because they have made you desolate and swallowed you up on every side that you might be a possession to the residue of the nations and you are taken up in the lips of talkers and the evil report of the people. Therefore, you mountains of Israel, hear the word of Lord Yahweh. Thus says the Lord Yahweh to the mountains and to the hills and to the watercourses and the valleys. Oh my God. And to the desolate waters and to the cities that are forsaken, which are become a prey and a derision to the residue of the nations that are round about. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh. I'm so I'm dying with <laughs> anticipation. I'm just. Oh my gosh. We haven't even gotten popping to the, out of my skin. The thing yet. Yeah. Like this is clearly what he's going for here. Yeah. Really. Hyping up the suspense. I really hope Ezekiel didn't have to say all of like the preamble to what he's saying, but maybe he did. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, Surely in the fire of my jealousy have I spoken against the residue of the nations and against all Edom that have appointed my land to themselves for a possession with the joy of all their heart, with despite of soul to cast it out for a prey. Okay. So what, he hates Edom? What's happening? I think we're getting that he hates Edom. Mm. But one, boy, that was a lot to get there. Two, I got some real gems in the message version of this here. Oh, wow. So we're... we're, All right, Zeke. We're going to go early on with Eugene here. So, okay, first of all, we're talking to mountains. And we did that last time, too. It's like Yahweh has decided, you know what? I'm not even going to talk to people anymore. I'm just going to talk to the mountains near them because... They at least won't walk away while I'm talking to them or something. I don't know. <laughs> I love that. Somebody's forced to sit here and the listen. The mountains have to stand there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So let's see here. First, first good one here is that he says, because nations came at you from all sides, r- ripping and plundering, hauling pieces of you off every which way, and you've become the butt of cheap gossip and jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... That was good. But then this is my favorite, of course. This is classic Eugene here. This is the the last part. He says, therefore, says God, the master, now I'm speaking in a fiery rage against the rest of the nations, but especially against Edom, who in an orgy of violence and shameless insolence robbed me of my land, grabbed it for themselves. Okay. Okay. There it is. I feel like he just enjoys inserting words like orgy into it because he's like, yeah, this will really get the kids going. Like they'll love reading this. They'll absolutely love it. That'll get their attention. That'll make them wake up in church. Exactly. Like, whoa, orgy. (laughs) What was that? Yeah. Okay. Gosh, I just had... This is not going to be significant to anyone other than me, but I just had a very visceral mind's eye image of the church pastors that I grew up with yelling the word orgy, they never did that. They never actually did oh, that. But I was okay. imagining what it would be like orgy! if they would. And I would certainly pay attention. It would wake you up, yes. Yeah, I bet you would. Uh-huh. Amazing. Wow. All right. Therefore, this is verse six. Therefore, prophecy concerning the land of Israel and tell the mountains and to the hills, to the watercourses and to the valleys, thus says Lord Yahweh, Behold, I have spoken in my jealousy and in my wrath because you have borne the shame of the nations. Mm -hmm. Therefore, says the Lord Yahweh, I have sworn saying, surely the nations that are round about you, they shall bear their shame. But you, mountains of Israel, you shall shoot forth your branches. Like uh, 
Groot. Those mountain branches. Like you know. yeah. Groot, yeah. Uh-huh. But you're a mountain. A mountain but, Groot. But you're a mountain. I don't know. A moot. And- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yield your fruit to my people, Israel, for they are at hand to come. For behold, I am for you, and I will turn into you, and you shall be tilled and sown, and I will multiply men on you, all the house of Israel, even all of it, and the cities shall be inhabited, and the waste places shall be built. Is that like the toilets? Ooh, or oh, the yeah. Dump. Oh, the outhouses will be built. Maybe the to- <laughs> the dump and the place where you dump. Maybe both of them. <laughs> and I will multiply on you, man and animal, and... They shall increase and be fruitful, and I will cause you to be inhabited after your former estate, and I will do better to you than at your beginnings, and you shall know that I am Yahweh. <sighs> okay. Was that, yeah. Everybody get that? Cool. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yes, I will cause men to walk on you. To walk on you? Oh, Even my people. Yeah, even my people Israel, and they shall possess you, and you shall be their inheritance, and you shall no more henceforth bereave them of children. Huh? What? Oh, I think, mm, I think he's maybe switched to talking about Israel, the land, and that his people are the people, like the Israelites are going to be the ones walking back onto it and possessing it. Okay. I did not get that impression. Rather than this being a metaphor for the other people's walking on their people's, you don't think so? I don't know. Well, now I don't know up from down anymore. <laughs> I mean, yes. Okay, he's that. saying good things though. He's okay. <laughs> he just switches tone so quickly to yeah. go from yep. you're yeah. awful and evil and you've done bad and I'm going to do bad things to you to you're great, you're perfect, you're precious. I love you. These are all the good things I'm going to do to you. And so sometimes I forget yeah, which, which mode yeah. he's in. So he's in good boy mode right now. Good Yahweh. Yeah. He's being a good yes. cop right now. Good, well, good, okay. good to the Jews at least. He's like, you guys, yes. things are looking up for you. Your branches yes. are going to sprout from your mountain. You're mm-hmm. a mountain, I guess. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then I think he's saying, Israel, you, the land, my people are going to walk up on you again. Okay. Yes. Sure. Let's go with that. I love that. Sure. (laughs) Okay. Great. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, because they say to you, you land are a devourer of men and have been a bereaver of your nation. Therefore, you shall devour men no more. Neither bereave you nation anymore, says the Lord Yahweh. Neither will I let you hear anymore the shame of the nations, neither shall you bear the reproach of the people anymore. Neither shall you cause your nation to stumble anymore, says the Lord Yahweh. Wait, okay. So is he now passing the blame to the land? He's like, well, the, the land's been cursed all along. Uh, you know? It was a witch just the, land's the whole time. And, witch, I don't know. Cursing yeah, the crops. And now, and now I'm uncursing it, so now you'll be fine. Do you want to look that up? I mean, Okay. Uh, let's see here. God the Master says, because you have a reputation of being a land that eats people alive and makes women barren. Wow. I'm now telling you. I'm now telling you that you'll never eat people alive again, nor make women barren. So, yeah. Thanks, God. All right. Okay. Moreover, the word of Yahweh came to me saying, Son of man, when the house of Israel lived in their own land, they defiled it by their way and by their doings. Their way before me was as the uncleanness of a woman in her impurity. Oh, shut up. Good. Yeah, some period shaming. Yes. Love it. (laughs) 
Therefore, I poured out my wrath on them for the blood which they had poured out on the land. And because they had defiled it with their idols, and I scattered them among the nations, and they were dispersed through the countries according to their way and according to their doings, I judged them. Now, I, I do want to say, I got to give mm-hmm. some credit to Eugene. You do? That he did remove the period shaming out of this. Oh, thanks, Eugene. That he just talked about, like, they polluted it by the way they lived, and I poured out my anger on them because of the polluted blood they poured out on the ground. Not not making any reference to that. Okay. So, all right, Points Eugene. to Eugene, I guess. The bar is so low. It's very low. <laughs> Appreciate it, though, Eugene. <laughs> when they came to the nations where they went, they profaned my holy name In that, men said of them, these are the people of Yahweh, and they gone forth out of his land. But I had regard for my holy name, which the house of Israel had profaned among the nations where they went. Therefore, tell the the house of Israel, thus says Lord Yahweh, I didn't do this for your sake, house of Israel, but for my holy name, which you have profaned amongst the nations where you went. I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned amongst the nations, which you have profaned in the midst of them. And the nations shall know that I am Yahweh, says the Lord Yahweh. When I should, like, who else would be talking? (laughs) (laughs) I I do appreciate, at least he's coming clean about the fact, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it for me because you've made me look bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that he's being honest. When I, yeah. Yes. It's okay. I don't need to rag on Yahweh anymore. Okay. (laughs) When I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes, for I will take you from among the nations and gather you out of all the countries, and I will bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Oh. The what heart? Stony heart. Stony. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to get a good old meat heart. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. Yes. I think we've done this metaphor before. He's going to do like Kalima, Kalima yeah. out, Kalima, Kalima in. Kalima, Kalima in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wax from on, uh, the new on. Karate Kid movie. Yeah. yeah. Kalima yeah. out, Kalima in. Yeah. <laughs> and Sounds. yes, as Sean in the chat is pointing out, uncircumcised meat heart as well. Oh. oh. Mm. Or will the new one or be no, circumcised? Probably. Well... Or will the new one be uncircumcised and then you got to circumcise it and then it's actually good to go? Like a crunch wrap. I'm sorry. How does one circumcise a heart? (sighs) We talked about this before. It's okay. Well, I'm going to go on. (laughs) I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my ordinances and do them. You shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers and you shall be my people and I will be your God. I will save you from all your uncleanliness and I will call for the grain and will multiply it and lay no famine on you. I will multiply the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field that you may receive no more of the reproach of famine amongst nations. Then shall you remember your evil ways and your doings that were not good. And you shall loathe yourselves in your own sight for your iniquities and for your abominations." Nor for your sake do I this, says the Lord Yahweh. Be it known to you, be ashamed and confounded for your ways, house of Israel. Like he can only be nice for like maybe half of a chapter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe a quarter. And then he's got to be all meany again. So the, I, I got yeah. to read you a little okay. that verse in Eugene, that last verse you read there. <laughs> 
So he goes on about like, uh, you know, all these terrible things you've done. And then that last verse is just, I'm not doing this for you. Get this through your thick heads. <laughs> Exclamation oh point. Shame on you. What Amazing. a mess you made of things, Israel. <sighs> okay, we got it. Chill, Eugene. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Thus says the Lord Yahweh. Lord Yahweh. Sorry. Oh, boy. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, in the day that I cleanse you from your all your iniquities, I will cause the cities to be inhabited and the waste places shall be built. I, st- I want to know what these waste places are. The land that was desolate shall be tilled, whereas it was a desolation in the sight of all who passed by. They shall say, this land that was desolate has become like the Garden of Eden and the waste and desolate and ruined cities are fortified and inhabited. That's my impression of these people. Oh, that's good. (laughs) The people who pass by. Uh Then the nations that are left round about you shall know that I, Yahweh, have built the ruined places and planted that which was desolate. I, Yahweh, have spoken it and will do it. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, for this, moreover, will I be inquired of by the house of Israel and do it for them. I will increase them with men like a flock. As the flock for sacrifice, as oh, the good. flock of Jerusalem. Yeah, oh, great. Good, good. Good. I mean, uh, really, I she's, like he's, really he's really part in the kimono, as it were. Oh, yeah. Showing us what's, what's what. What's yeah. really going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As the flock for sacrifice, as the flock for Jerusalem and her appointed feasts, so shall the waste cities be filled with flocks of men, and they shall know that I am Yahweh. Boy, won't they? That was just all over the place. Just back and forth, back and forth. Love you, hate you, love you, hate you, love you. But I really don't love you for you and your sheep. Sheep to me, beloved sheep. Sheep for the sacrifice. Tasty, crunchy, chewy, delicious sheep. Ew. Oh, gosh. That's literally what he said at the end there. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, Okay, sure. Fair. Oh, is it my turn? (sighs) Yep, do it. Definitely. <laughs> okay. 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 We've, got, we've got an important part of the Bible coming up here. So oh, really? I'm excited for this chapter here. Yes. Oh. I, okay. I, I wonder if I'll know it. I won't. Yeah, I wonder if I'll know it. You will. I, I think I have talked about it several times on the show before. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, okay. we'll see. We'll see. All right. Ezekiel chapter 37. The hand of Yahweh was on me. And he brought me out in the spirit of Yahweh and set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones. Is he tripping again? Cool. Or is it an alien visitation again? (gasps) I really... It's been so long. Wait, is it? Oh my God. I'm so excited. This is the best day ever. Okay, go. Well, it sounds like a bad trip already because he's in the middle of a valley full of bones. Neat. He caused me to pass by them roundabout and behold, there were very many in the open valley and behold, they were very dry. (laughs) <laughs> don't touch them they'll just like turn to ash yes uh-huh. he said to me son of man can these bones live these old bones I answered Lord Yahweh you know <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean <laughs> he's like Yahweh don't be an idiot <laughs> you know you're such a goof Yahweh come on <laughs> If I were Ezekiel, I'd be eternally frightened of this deity in the sky. Oh, I wouldn't man. be sassy, but I know that a lot of people are sassy to Yahweh. <laughs> and some people like to better or worse Ezekiel's effects. 
He's got some chutzpah for sure. Because remember, he's, way back in the day, he was, Yahweh was like, "You got to cook with human poop," and Ezekiel like, was like, nah. "I'd really rather not." <laughs> so, Would it be cool if I didn't actually? <laughs> and they'd be like, "Nah, fine. fine." There seems to be a theme that the the prophets and the important. Yahweh's favorite boys are the boys who aren't necessarily afraid to bargain with him or stand that up to him. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Which, maybe that's an, a lesson that Yahweh doesn't want to be teaching, but he is teaching with mm. these stories. Yeah, yeah. All right. This is, I mean, yeah. This is an argument I actually made a lot back back in the days when I was thinking I was going to be a preacher man. Really? Um, but, but was some of these types of stories. Not this one particularly because I hadn't read Ezekiel yet. But, uh, but that idea of like, yeah, like a lot of God's people also push back a little bit and debate mm. with him instead of just like, oh, I just obey and don't ask any questions, which is what a lot of teachers will try to tell you you should do. And it's like, but I don't see any evidence saying that that's... He hates those people. The way that these... Yeah, mm-hmm. right. He kills those people. <laughs> okay. Okay. I answered, Lord Yahweh, you know. <laughs> Again, <laughs> he said to me, prophesy over these bones and tell them... You dry bones, hear the word of Yahweh. <laughs> like the, the Mario character. The dry, dry bones. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Thus says the Lord Yahweh to these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you and will bring up flesh on you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am Yahweh. This is like that zombie episode of What If. Have you guys been watching What If? Uh-uh. It's really good. It's yes, really I've good. watched all of that. It is really good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was about Yahweh and Ezekiel. Duh. So <laughs> I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. And behold, an earthquake. And the bones came together, bone to its bone. <laughs> I saw. And behold, there were sinews on them, and flesh came up, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Oh, boy. Then said he to me, prophesy to the wind, prophesy, son of man, and tell the wind. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, come from the four winds, breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. <laughs> so I prophesied as he <laughs> commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and wow. stood up on their feet. An exceeding great army. Wait, this also reminds me of, Le- or not Legolas, uh, the other guy, Aragorn. Aragorn, like, yes, with the yes. army of the dead. Yes. Mm. Yeah. They were all it's ghostly, t- though. This is yeah. an interesting, where it's so gra- such graphic detail about, this is what we got to do to reconstitute a human. <laughs> yeah, these are very visceral, physical zombies. Uh, not, no, yeah. no ghosties here. No spirits here. No ghosty ghost his. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Definitely a big VFX budget for this shot. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't blow our whole load on totally. just hiring just The Rock and Ryan Gosling and all these Fulios. Yeah. But this is perfect though, right? Because we're pretty late in Ezekiel. So this is going to be like that second to last episode of the season when you really blow your VFX budget on big spectacle. Yeah. And later seasons for sure where yeah. we know it's a hit. Yeah. The yeah. production companies, you know, the, the backers are willing to put more money on the line. Oh, for sure. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. 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 Then he said to me, son of man, These bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are clean cut off. Therefore, prophesy and tell them, thus says the Lord Yahweh, behold, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves, my people, and I will bring you into the land of Israel. 
You shall know that I am Yahweh when I have opened your graves and caused you to come up out of your graves, my people. <laughs> Thanks. Huh. So huh. when the zombie apocalypse happens, that's how we know that he is Yahweh. Mm. Okay. Wow. I will. So, just, uh, contingency plans <laughs> all over yeah. the place, just in case. <laughs> I will put my spirit in you and you shall live and I will place you in your own land and you shall know that I, Yahweh, have spoken it and performed it, says Yahweh. The word, okay. 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 What, new, okay. Yeah, that's, I think now, yeah. yeah, new section. New section. Let's take a moment. Okay. Let's take a moment for these dry bones. Was this all a trip vision that Ezekiel was having? Cool. Maybe, right? But, like, but also not cool. Like that's or, pretty rough. Or was there actually zombies that was part of a performance art piece that he was doing? Like, what's who's this? Who was this performance for? Was this a hallucination performance for Ezekiel, or was this a performance that Ezekiel did with Yahweh's VFX crew for the peoples? You know, I think it's a middle path, perhaps a little bit of both. Where I could see Yahweh bringing Ezekiel to an actual valley of dry bones, okay, like some kind of mass burial pit or something where it's just a bunch of skeletons. Okay. And then Yahweh actually bringing people up to life, putting flesh on them and sinews and uh-huh. <laughs> all those uh-huh. kind of things. Um, and then being like, this is the object lesson. This is like Israel. Like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what it's going to be like. And then he kills them all again because he only needed them for an object lesson. That's what I could see Yahweh doing. That sounds yeah. similar to something yeah. he's done in the past. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Right. All right, let's see. Okay. Okay. Now for something completely different. The word of Yahweh came again to me saying, you son of man, take one stick and write on it for Judah. And for Judah. And for the children of Israel, his companions. Then take another stick and write on it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel, his companions. And... Join them. Okay, hold on. I need to slow down. (laughs) And join them for you, one to another. Okay, attach them into one stick. Oh, like into one stick. You tape them, tape them in the middle, so that like fuse them together. Yes, that they may become (laughs) one in your hand. Okay. 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 When the children of your people shall speak to you, saying. Will you not show us what you mean by these? (laughs) Tell them. (laughs) Thus says the Lord Yahweh, Behold, I will take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel, his companions, and I will put them with it, even with the stick of Judah, and make them one stick, and they shall be one in my hand. This is a magic trick. He's doing a magic trick. This is amazing. (laughs) You got the Judah stick. You got the Joseph stick. (laughs) Okay. The sticks whereon you write shall be in your hand before your eyes. This is like a Jeremiah level of object lesson. I love this. Yeah, this is really good. That he's I like that he's branching out from just like, you know, his like tripping. Well, and like digging under a fence and cooking his food on poop as a performance art. And he's like, you know what? People really like magic. Maybe they'd pay attention if I did a cool magic trick as part of my lesson. Okay. Now, growing up, I, I have had many, many a youth pastor do some oh, kind of magic trick as part Christian of a lesson. So, magicians, for sure. Perhaps so the many. roots of that go all the way back to Ezekiel here. <laughs> he was the first 
Maybe he was the first. <laughs> the first youth, past, youth pastor magician. Yes. Yes. Say to them, Thus says the Lord Yahweh, Behold, I will take the children of Israel from among the nations where they are gone and will gather them on every side and bring them into their own land. And I will make them one nation in the land on the mountains of Israel and one king shall be king to them all and they shall be no more two nations. Neither shall be they divided into two kingdoms anymore at all. Now, I'm a fan of this plan. Is this Jesus? (laughs) No, Emily. (laughs) Emily. What? (laughs) I think it's a fair question. I mean, good instincts yeah. as far as internalizing the evangelical Christian yeah. interpretation, but yeah, I'm just a fan of this, of just making Israel less confusing because we went through all of mm. kings where it's like there was this king in, of this nation, but then a king of that other nation. And they kind of overlapped That's in the true. timeline and then we hopped over to this, like I'm into one world order, baby. Speaking of conspiracy theories, let's just <laughs> boy, oh boy. Okay. dive straight Great. in. I'm into unification. Yeah. Okay. Uh, neither shall they defile themselves anymore with their idols, nor with their detestable things, nor with any of their transgressions, but I will save them out of all their dwelling places in which they have sinned and will cleanse them. So shall they be my people and I will be their God. Yeah. My servant David shall be king over them. Of course. They shall- oh, well, awkward. How's, how's he going to work that? Um, well, because he's going to reanimate him like he reanimated those other boys. Oh, yeah. Right, well, that makes sense. the evangelical Christian interpretation would be it's Jesus. Stop it. Because Jesus is the son of David, as we all know. He's not the son of David. He's just the the line of Jesse, the David crown. (laughs) My servant David (laughs) shall be king over them, and they all shall have one shepherd. They shall also walk in my ordinances and observe my statutes and do them. They shall dwell in the land that I have given to Jacob, my servant, in which your fathers lived, and they shall dwell therein, they and their children and their children's children forever. And David, my servant, shall be their prince forever. Moreover, he's going to be an immortal undead. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's yeah. it, that's basically God's long game here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Moreover, long I con. will make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them, and I will place them and multiply them, and will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forevermore. My tent shall also be with them, and I will what? be their God. My, huh? I'm sorry, my what? Excuse me. My, what? My tent. What? Yep, my tent, tent excuse me? also shall be with them. Are, like the tabernacle tent? Oh, or... I, think, I think you know what he means. Oh, I see, like pitching pitch tent. tent okay. cool, with them. Cool, 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 and cool. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. The nations shall know that I am Yahweh who sanctifies Israel when my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forevermore. Wow. Whoa, okay. What what was the super important part? The is it him? Yeah, just what? The dry bones. With the dry bones? Yeah, oh. the, the valley of the dry bones is like a huge imagery thing. We talked, gosh, probably like a year ago about that song, them bones, them bones, them dry bones, them bones, okay. them bones, them dry bones. That you know, the mm-hmm. ankle bones connected to the hip bone, or however bones go. I don't, I don't know. Think what Judas sticks is. connected to the <laughs> Joseph stick. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But, but the dry bones is like big, big imagery that's been used a lot all over the place. Anyway, that's that's what I was getting at. Wow. And we had heard references to bones before and I kept being like, is this the dry bones? And it wasn't. And I learned that it was in Ezekiel. So I've been waiting all this time. There it is. And here we are. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay, we have one more chapter of Ezekiel for today. But before we go on to that, we're going to take a quick break to talk about Coming to see the live shows. Yeah. Come see them. Please. If you're not here watching this live, 
boy, are you missing out. Uh, really, check it out. It's at drunkbiblestudy.com slash live is where you can get the most up-to-date information or you can follow us on Twitch. Uh, just search for Drunk Bible Study on Twitch. But anyway, drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. We would love to see you here at the live shows. It's a ton of fun. We make jokes. You get to help influence the show. Tell us all the things you know that we don't know. Uh, or all the things you don't know that we know, you know, any (laughs) variation on that, really. We would love to have you here. Also, if this show is something that you love, we would love to have you be a supporter of us on Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. You can become one of our parishioners. And as a thank you, we have things like early releases of episodes, uh, Emily's drink recipes, personal toasts on the show, as well as our undying love and affection. And... um, may or may not have some sort of beneficial effect on your soul or something like that. So, you know, I can't say for sure for legal reasons, but, you know, could be. And we're back. Here we go with Ezekiel 38. The word of Yahweh came to me saying, Son of man, set your face toward Gog, the land of Magog. Gog? What? Set your face toward Gog, of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshech, and Tubal, ligation, and prophecy against him. Okay, so and this is going to be a... a, a Gog. A, a, a land, talking smack. A talking smack, Gog. yes. Yeah, okay. And, and these princes. Wow. Yes. Okay, so toward Gog of the land of Magog and the prince of Rosh. And maybe this is just one prince who's the prince of all these places. And say, thus says the Lord Yahweh, colon, behold... I am against you, Gog, prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. Colon again. And I will turn you about and put hooks into your jaws, and I will bring you forth and all of your army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed in full armor, a great company with buckler and shield, all of them handling swords. Okay. Semicolon. Persia, Cush, and put with them all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer and all his hordes. And pile. Yes. The house <laughs> Wow, Emily, of... wow. What? <laughs> yeah. That was, gosh, that was like a grandpa reference right there. Yeah, seriously. I don't know. I probably pulled that on my ass from yeah. my mom or my grandmother. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Well. Gomer pile and all his hordes. <laughs> the house of Togarma in the uttermost parts of the north and all his hordes, even many peoples with you, period. I just want to make it clear, there has not been a period yet until just then. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's just been a series of semicolons and colons and commas. That was basically the first chapter too when I said the same thing 75 times and then finally (laughs) got to the point and decided to put a period then. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, be prepared. Yes. Prepare yourself, you and all your companies who are assembled to you, and be a guard to them. After many days, you shall be visited. By three ghosts. By three spirits. By three go- yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Christmas again. <laughs> After many days, you shall be visited. In the latter years, you shall come into the land that is brought back from the sword, that is gathered out of many peoples on the mountains of Israel, which have been a continual waste, but it is brought forth out of the peoples and they shall dwell securely, all of them. I didn't understand any of that. Let me check Who's visiting? 
Who is visiting who? Gomer Pyle. Gomer Pyle is going to visit Gomer the Israelites. Pyle is visiting. You'll be visited, but then he doesn't clarify who's visiting. Let, let's see. Hey, Eugene, what's up? How, how you doing? I decided earlier today that Eugene's like the, the invisible fourth host of the show. <laughs> so he contributes so much. Let's see. In the distant future, you'll arrive at a country that has recovered from a devastating war. Okay, that's not interesting. Yeah, he doesn't say anything about being visited. Okay. Eugene was like, mm, I don't know, man. Let's just not. Let's... <laughs> Eugene's like, I also don't know, so I'm just going to say this. Yeah. Let's see. The NIV for that verse says, after many days, you will be called to arms. Oh. Is this visited by like armies are going to attack or I don't know. Anyway, I like the three ghosts. That's a better option here. Uh-huh. Yeah. You shall ascend. You shall come like a storm. You shall be like a cloud to cover the land. You and all your hordes and many peoples with you. Thus, says the Lord Yahweh. Okay, new, new prophecy. Okay. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, colon, it shall happen in that day that things shall come into your mind and you shall devise an evil device, colon again. Facebook. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's all been about Facebook this whole time. And you shall say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I will go to those who are at rest who dwell securely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates, to take the spoil and to take the prey, to turn your hand against the waste places that are now inhabited and against the people who are gathered out of the nations, who have gotten cattle and goods, who dwell in the middle of the earth. In Middle Earth. Yeah, I was like, you mean Middle Earth? Yeah. Do we have any idea who these people are, by the way? No. Sounds just these, like people with poor boundaries, I think, is what he's calling it. out here. People with no walls. I think that God, like, requires people with poor boundaries. I mean, that's you're not wrong. In this, like, here, and these, I don't know, maybe that's that's probably not a good thing to say, but... But, like, here. I just can't tell if he's talking about that, like, that his people are going to get this evil idea to go attack this this village that sprouted up in this place that was formerly a wasteland. Formerly a wasteland. Formerly. And that that's a bad thing? Or is he talking about other people are going to do this and maybe those people in the villages are the Israelites? Yeah. It's just very confusing. Nobody knows. Okay. I'm moving on here. Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish with all the young lions of it, shall tell you, are you come to take the spoil? Have you assembled your company to take the prey? To carry away silver and gold? To take away cattle and goods? To take great spoil? Therefore, son of man, prophecy, and tell Gog. I guess this has all been to Gog. <laughs> Not tell okay, Gog, Gog, but Gog. 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 Still at Gog. Yeah. yeah, fun story, actually. Eugene gave this chapter a title, which is oh. God, God Against Gog. Oh my gosh, <laughs> don't, Eugene, That's fun, don't. Eugene. Good job, good job, yeah. well done. Okay, therefore, son of man, prophecy and tell Gog, thus says the Lord Yahweh, in that day when my people Israel dwells securely, shall you not know it? Uh, I, I don't know. You shall come from your place out of the uttermost parts of the north, you and many peoples with you, 
all of them riding on horses, a great company and a mighty army. And you shall come up against my people Israel as a cloud to cover the land. Mm. It shall happen in the latter days that I will bring you against my land, that the nations may know me when I shall be sanctified in you, Gog, before their eyes. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, Are you he of whom I spoke in old time by my servants, the servants of Israel who prophesied in those days for many years that I would bring you against them? Who he? Gog? Gog? Who Gog? Who who we? (laughs) Who? What? Is Gog like in the place of somebody that we already know? This is a mystery. This might be some bonus episode yeah, research Hoo-gog. we need to do. Hugog. Just Google that after we're done here. Hugog. 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 It shall. <laughs> it shall happen in that day when Gog shall come against the land of Israel, says the Lord Yahweh, that my wrath shall come up into my nostrils. For in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath have I spoken. Surely in that day, there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel, Mm. so that the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky and the animals of the field and all creeping things who creep on the earth and all the men who are on the surface of the earth shall shake at my presence (laughs) and the mountains shall be thrown down and the steep places shall fall and every wall shall fall to the ground. Wow. That just reminds I, me. I'm sorry. That just reminds me of um, Beetlejuice and that song. It's like, shake, shake, shake it on, on shake a body line. However it goes. Like, that's what I think uh-huh. of everyone doing. Okay. Instead of like being fearful, they're just like shaking. They're shaking and having a good grand shake, old time. They're shaking. Shake, shake, yeah. yeah. Okay. Exactly. Like that. That's good. That's good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I will call for a sword against him to all my mountains, says the Lord Yahweh. Every man's sword shall be against his brother. With pestilence and with blood, I will enter into judgment with him, and I will reign on him and on his hordes and on the many peoples who are with him, an overflowing shower and great hailstones, fire, and sulfur. I will magnify myself and sanctify myself and I will make myself known in the eyes of many nations and they shall know that I am Yahweh. Oh, I'm surprised there wasn't a candy ass in there. Right? I thought for sure. Yeah, this is definitely a rock like opening to him beating down on somebody's ass. I thought for sure. Wow. Yep. There we have it. That was it. That's oh, the end. Wow. That's, that was yeah. the end. Cool. Goodness. Okay. <laughs> that's I guess why I gave it such a nice it, climactic yeah. ending there. You no, know? that's good. Good choices. Good choices. Yeah. Okay. Wow. There's a really long psalm now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now we gotta we gotta whew, gotta get our hearts ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. For a completely different tone. Yeah. Where we're yeah. probably gonna be very pro Yahweh or maybe very erotically pro Yahweh. <laughs> So we just got to get ready for that. Yeah. Well, let's. Oh, I'm ready. Let's find out, everyone. Yeah. Because it's time for silly psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads a song. Psalm 78, a contemplation by Asaph. Oh, my now long contemplation. This is Psalm 78, and there's 72 verses in this one. So prepare yourself. 
He's really contemplating a lot in this one. Hear my teaching, my people. Turn your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. It's like the dirty (laughs) jokes that everyone said, don't tell your mother, I told you this. We will not hide them from their children, telling to the generation to come the praises of Yahweh, his strength and his wondrous deeds that he has done. For he established a covenant in Jacob and appointed a teaching in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know even the children who should be born, who should arise and tell their children that they might set their hope in God and not forget God's deeds, but keep his commandments. It might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that didn't make their hearts loyal, whose spirit was not steadfast with God. Okay, hold on. There was that was the first period that's happened yet. That was yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. Day is going to yep. go. I do want to just point out real quick before we go on that these utter these dark sayings of old are the stories about Yahweh doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right? Because he went on to be like that. We're talking about the stories of Yahweh that he said you should yeah. tell your children. Yes. And they're like these are dark stories that we're not going to hide from our children, even though other people think we should. Yeah. It's a lot like the Bible, right? Because it's not a kid's book. (laughs) No. It's true. The children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. They didn't keep God's covenant and refused to walk in his law. They forgot his doings, his wondrous deeds that he had shown them. He did marvelous things in the sight of their fathers, in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zoan. He split the sea and caused them to pass through. That is true. He made the waters stand as a heap in the daytime. (laughs) He also led them with a cloud and all night with a light of fire. That did happen. That did happen. Yeah. He split rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink abundantly as out of the depths. This is a fun little kind of previously on the Bible. Yeah, like a recap of like top 10, top 10 of Yahweh's, you know, good deeds. Yeah. He (laughs) brought streams also out of the rock and caused waters to run down like rivers. Yet they still went on to sin against him, to rebel against the Most High in the desert. They tempted God in their heart by asking food according to their desire. Yes, they spoke against God. They said, can God prepare a table in the wilderness? Uh. Behold, he struck the rock so that waters gushed out and streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Will he provide meat for his people? Therefore, Yahweh heard and was angry. A fire was kindled against Jacob. Anger also went up against Israel because they didn't believe in God and didn't trust in his salvation. Yet, he commanded the skies above and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna on them to eat and gave them food from the sky. Did he? Man ate the bread of angels. Did he? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This happened. That's the first time we've ever heard manna described as the bread of angels. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. We thought before it was... I thought it was like a golden sauce. (laughs) Wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you think manna was? Uh, Like a A golden sauce. A golden sauce? Why is Where it a golden get, sauce? Why is it a golden sauce? I don't know. I, I always just think of it like Secret of Mana and like, like it's like a. Was there tiered, golden sauce in Secret of Mana? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just thought like it was like a like a 
gelatinous, maybe kind of uh, maple syrupy type substance that you eat for okay for energy. So, so they're just like shoveling that into their mouths, sure, for years okay. to come. Yeah. Okay, that's no. I'm into it. I'm yeah. into it. Why not? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's continue, shall we? Man ate the bread of angels. That's where I was. Okay. <laughs> he sent them food to the full. He caused the east wind to blow in the sky. By his power, he guided the south wind. He also rained meat on them as the <laughs> dust. God, what? Chill. I don't winged, remember that happening. Winged birds as the sand of the seas. He let them fall in the middle of their camp around their habitations. So they ate and were well filled. He gave them their own desire. They didn't turn from their cravings. Their food was yet in their mouths. When the anger of God went up against them, killed some of their fattest, struck down the young men of Israel. I don't remember that. No, I don't remember a lot of these parts here. For all this, they still sinned and didn't believe in his wondrous Mm. works. Therefore, he consumed their days in vanity and their years in terror. When he killed them, then they inquired after him. They returned and sought God earnestly. They remembered that God was their rock, the most high God, their redeemer. But they flattered him with their mouth and lied to him with their tongue. For their heart was not right with him. Neither were they faithful in his covenant. But he, being merciful, forgave iniquity and didn't destroy him. Yes, many times he turned his anger away and didn't stir up all his wrath. It's nice of him. He remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passes away and doesn't come again. How often they rebelled against him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. They turned again and tempted God and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They didn't remember his hand, nor the day when he redeemed them from the adversary, how he set his signs in Egypt, his wonders in the field of Zoan. He turned their rivers into blood and their streams so that they could not drink. He sent among them swarms of flies which devoured them and frogs which destroyed them. He also gave their increase to the caterpillar and their labor to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail, their sycamore fig trees with frost. He also gave over their livestock to the hail and their flocks to hot thunderbolts. Huh. Uh, what? He, he just sort of yikes. zapped them all with thunderbolts. Zapped them all up. Apparently. Jeez. Okay. He threw on them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, indignation, and trouble, and a band of angels of evil. He made a path for his anger. He didn't spare their soul from death, but gave their life over to the pestilence and struck all the firstborn in Egypt. Yes. The chief of their remember. strength in the tents of Ham. We're, but Ham. Ham. But we're traveling, we're like talking backwards through time, right? Because that yeah. happened way before any of that other mm-hmm. stuff did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was an exodus, right? We're doing a rewind. Yeah. yeah. But he led his own people like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. He led them safely so that they weren't afraid. But the sea overwhelmed their enemies. He brought them to the border of his sanctuary, to this mountain, which his right hand had taken. Mm. He also drove out the nations before them, allotted them for an inheritance by line, and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. Yet they tempted and rebelled against the Most High God and didn't keep his testimonies, but turned back and dealt treacherously like their fathers. They were twisted 
like a deceitful bow, for they <laughs> provoked him to anger with their high places and moved him Oof. to jealousy with their engraved images. They sure did. When God heard this, he was angry mm. and greatly abhorred Israel, so that he abandoned the tent of Shiloh, the tent which he placed among men, and delivered his strength into captivity, his glory into the adversary's hand. He also gave his people over to the sword and was angry with his inheritance. Fire devoured their young men. Their virgins had no wedding song. Well, no songs. Their priests fell by the sword and their widows couldn't weep. Then the Lord awakened as one out of sleep, like a mighty man who shouts by reason of wine. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Wine! Wait, hold on. Who shouts by reason of wine, meaning he's just drunkenly he's just shouting, drunk right? He's just drunk and shouting, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so hold on. So like everything's going really bad. And then he's like, and then Yahweh woke up drunkenly shouting like, at people. <laughs> wow. He struck his adversaries backward. He put them to a perpetual reproach. Moreover, he rejected the tent of Joseph and didn't choose the tribe of Ephraim, but mm. chose the tribe of Judah. Mount Zion, which he loved. He built his sanctuary like the heights, like the earth which he has established forever. He also chose David his servant and took him from the sheepfolds. (laughs) From following the ewes that have their young, he brought him to be the shepherd of Jacob, his people, and Israel, his inheritance. So he was their shepherd according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. That was long. Yeah. That was fun, though. That was kind of like a clip show or like a clip episode. I like that. Where, yeah. 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 Where we just kind of get the highlights, the most exciting yeah. and interesting parts of the story. Yeah. Yeah. I could see if you came across this psalm first, like as like a trailer for our Exodus series, mm. you would have been like, ooh, yeah. I wonder what, I wonder what that's about. Wow. That's, <laughs> so this was kind of a trailer for DBS Plus's series, The Exodus. Yeah. That's good. Totally. <laughs> I love that. What a, a good contemplation by ASAP. Well done, ASAP. DBS yeah. plus. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> well, additionally, we have a new toast. Yeah. yeah. A new patron. Woo! Heck yes. Okay, we have to give a good a good old a good old toast and shout out to our new parishioner Conrad. so much, Conrad. Cheers, so Conrad. Glad to have you supporting the show. We couldn't do it without you. Thanks, Conrad. Alrighty. Thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Biblecast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh Nanand from their album, Home of the, the, the. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. 
You know 